0: hello i have no idea if that's working
1: <clears throat>
0: can you hear me yeah i can yeah
1: papa can you hear me
0: do you know you can um change your camera by the way so it doesn't invert
1: uh, I can.
0: if you go into settings and go to camera you can change it so that when you record when you record, it doesn't turn your face around and make you look weird.
1: I, know, I look great like this.
0: Okay, but when you play it back, your face will be facing the other way. Unless you have a perfectly symmetrical face.
1: I do have a perfectly symmetrical
0: face. Said <laughs> <So>, no one <no>. else.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, are you ready for video? Mm-hmm.
0: Let's go. We are recording.
1: Okay, we're recording and recording on the podcast, and you can hear me yep okay Okay. let's go welcome to the fourth and final no it's not the final episode of the controversial podcast where we take a look at some controversial topics Uh, they're not that controversial really and we discuss them at length or not that long but we we see how long we can draw it out for it's usually about an hour and it's a good time so (laughs) thank you thank you very much for joining us we don't script these opening parts so (laughs) can you tell uh my name's johnny i'm alex and he's straight in there and we are going to get straight into it with our first of the day now what i will say is that alex has not seen any of the topics today so he will not have any clue as to what he's talking about how excited! so let's begin with number one being late is okay being late isn't a big deal being late, being a big late deal.
0: is not okay <laughs>
1: You don't, do you dislike it when people are late?
0: Yes, I think being late is very selfish. It basically, being late basically means that you think it's okay to spend more time doing whatever you're doing than it is to meet that person, whoever you're meeting, whatever you're
1: you think their time is... They're essentially... So if someone turns yeah. up 10 minutes late and says...
0: Uh, if they turn up late because it's an accident, i.e. they got stuck in traffic and the traffic was really bad and they just put 10 minutes late, that's not a problem.
1: But what if, if, they what if leave, they're not, if if they they're not apologetic late. about that, though? What if their uh, uh, mentality is, well, I've got stuck in traffic? Um, it, I
0: think it depends how late they were. 20 minutes late and it depends what we were doing
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, birth of your child
0: (laughs) pretty important (laughs) um i know what you mean i think the variables are important in it but if it's just like it's really annoying if you say oh let's like we're going to go to the gym for six and then they message you at like half five and they're like oh actually i'll meet at quarter past six or i'll meet there half past six that's annoying because they know that you're meeting there for six and then they've decided that whatever they're doing, they're going to take longer to get done whatever they need to get doing.
1: And then they're up being late. Well, also, when you think about um, certain things as well, it makes it, it uh, certain timings, if you're going to the gym for an hour, say, let's say for an hour, and you turn up 20 minutes late, you've missed 20% of that outing. Whereas if you're going out for the day and you're 20 minutes late, you haven't missed 20%, you've only missed... Um, 20% is not correct, by the way. It's 33% yeah. of the... Uh... Yeah, I, I, I get what you're saying. Um, um, and uh, and that always annoyed me a little bit um, that we used to do this thing at my old job where the some, I won't know many names, but used to turn up late every day by about 10, 15 minutes. Yeah. And then we started doing yoga in the morning one hour before work started and they would still turn up 10, hey. 15 minutes. <laughs> What's wrong with yoga? <laughs> well, there's one. <laughs>
0: Is yoga gay? Yoga
1: <laughs> is gay. No,
0: nothing. I love a bit. Is, is there anything
1: drama? wrong with being gay, Alex? <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> um. Uh. So what? So, but I mean, is it that big a deal? I mean, how many people have you? I how many it, people would you not be friends with because they're occasionally late? No, I don't think. I don't think I would
0: not be friends with anyone, in, unless they constantly blew it out entirely. I think that would be worse if they were then late and then they said, "Oh, actually, now I can't make it."
1: Yeah, that, that would be, be that would even. be
0: much worse. Um, no, I don't think I'd necessarily fall out with anyone if they were always late, because I could probably think of one or two people who are normally late. But it's frustrating. It's frustrating when you're someone that's not late. Although, to be fair, I did get here late, so... <laughs> and I wasn't unapologetic about it. <laughs> no, you weren't, no. <laughs> no, but that's true, isn't it? There's a certain... But it's different because we're here now, I said four o'clock, and I got to work about ten past four. But to me, it's not, oh, we need to start this at four. Whereas if you said, okay, I've got a meeting at five, and then I rocked in at ten past four, and then made myself some food, yeah, <laughs> and we didn't start till half four, whatever the time is now, 4.40 then obviously that would be annoying.
1: There's definitely some people who fundamentally just don't see it as a big deal whatever time you tell them to turn up. They'll turn up in their own time. Yeah. And I do find that there are, I almost feel like, are there markers for who those people are, do you think? Can you tell who those types of people are? Is it like extroverts or is it sort of people with, uh, I don't know, things like ADHD or or other... Things, or do you think it's completely random? The two people I can
0: think of who are normally late are both fa- fairly successful, which is weird.
1: Yeah, so, so here's my thing. What's interesting, some of the best... It's because
0: they put their time ahead... Sorry to cut you off. It's because <laughs> they put their time, their time ahead of other people's.
1: Yeah, but how's that something of being successful? That doesn't seem like a trait that would lead to long-term success at all. Well, I guess because... You're putting yourself ahead of everyone, which is yeah, successful Yeah, my big issue with being late is the fundamental idea that even though you might not think it's a big deal, because to you personally, it's not a big deal. Life goes on and everyone moves on. You fundamentally, and I keep saying that word, fundamentally, <laughs> that think that the person's time isn't important. And if you are saying to yourself, listen to this now, saying, well, that's not what it is at all. I just happen to be late. It's like, yeah, but... You happen to be late as a byproduct of a subconscious thought that you don't care about their time, basically. But what is interesting is people who are late often, but are then stressed about being late. So, uh, my fiance calls them time optimists. It's actually a Swedish saying is uh, a time optimist, essentially, yeah. which is essentially you've got one hour to get ready and you need to go to the shops in that time and you need to take a shower and you need to do whatever you need to do and that would in every single scenario take you an hour and a half yeah but on this day you still think you can do everything and i think a lot of people suffer from that rather than sort of uh
0: yeah see i so me and charlotte are definitely the opposite of that like as charlotte's even worse than i'm like i will give myself an hour to get showered get dressed iron my clothes and get ready and for me that's about that's about 20 minutes in fact sometimes i annoy myself because i've got ready too early and i'm just standing around the house doing nothing waiting for whatever we're supposed to be doing because i've got ready too early but i like to give myself an hour so i'm not stressed about getting ready whereas and charlotte is the same but she gives herself even longer obviously she's got makeup to do and hair and so it obviously takes her longer but she Seems to have she has an even bigger window of time to get ready. Um, so obviously, I don't have that problem ever with her. No,
1: but it's not just specifically getting ready. It's like driving somewhere that takes 50 minutes and you know you've only got, uh, or it takes 50 minutes on a good day, let's say. And then you leave yourself 45 minutes and then oh, I'm sure it'll be fine. It only usually takes 50 minutes when anybody knows that actually it only takes 50 minutes late at night. It takes an hour and 10 or something like that. Yeah well yeah again so me and charlotte again on that are, are similar well we would leave earlier yeah yeah but you don't you're never you're not
0: late. Like, you're no, not a late what, person no that's what i'm saying yeah. so yeah. so i don't i would never deal with her doing that in any way or trying to cram something in um, cram something into a small time smaller time frame than it's needed
1: this is a difficult one because we both agree that being late is not okay basically yeah, and we both tend to be on time. And if I'm ever not on time, I'm very like I'm very specifically apologetically apologetic as for the reason. Very occasionally, and I try to be as minimal as possible, it will be my own fault. I'll be like, I just completely messed up the timings. I thought I had much more time than I did, yeah. but I'll say that and I'll stipulate that really specifically. And then what I've noticed is that a lot of people kind of don't, and that I you get that kind of oh traffic was bad. Yeah, I was like yeah, but you're thirty minutes late. Yeah, well, the traffic was bad. What would you want me to do about it? I want you to apologise for being 30 minutes late <laughs> and for the traffic being bad and you not planning for that. Uh, and, and then suddenly it's an argument. What do you think I'm talking about? <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, yeah, I get that. I do get that. I, I think with, with regards to being late though, for the most part, if it's not completely repetitive, it's not an issue.
1: Yeah, okay. Well, I also my actual personal experience is that the best people i know in terms of like charisma and being fun to be around and stuff often find it difficult to be on time in fact the one thing they don't have is like a good grasp on their own timeline and stuff Mm. Um, which i always find is funny because it's like oh you'd be such a good person you'd be like such an enviable person if you just had your shit together yeah your shit together yeah exactly And I wonder if there's something in that. So the more like fun and outgoing and charismatic you are, the less you tend to care about it or whether there is almost like, if you want to get spiritual about it, a kind of yin and yang, like you can't have everything. So like you might be super tardy and on time, but that's because you're quite a boring person, a square person who's like, oh, really regimented and it's much more carefree for other people to be, do what they want when they want.
0: Yeah, that is true. Really, we need someone who's, late all the time
1: yeah i think they just wind me up though. to be honest well they wouldn't be here yet so we wouldn't be able to have this conversation <laughs> with yeah we did invite someone they just <laughs> haven't turned up all right well let's move straight on to another one then because i don't okay. think we're going to get too far on that one unless you've got anything more you want to say no 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 yeah, anything you want to say to me no Hit okay me another so the next one we've actually uh broached this subject um Slightly, um, and I was thinking about it afterwards, and I wanted to talk about it more. So I've changed the topic um, just a little bit and gone a bit uh, a bit more um, apocalyptic with it. Excellent. So, uh, technology will be the death of us. Technology <coughs> will be the downfall of Western civilization. Western or civilization, civilization. Or civilization
0: as a whole. So, have you read? Um,
1: no, I can already tell you no before you... <laughs> oh, uh,
0: did I tell you previously about the book um, called Scary Smart that Mo Gaudat wrote? You know, I wrote, uh, read Soul for Happy earlier in the year. Maybe. He wrote one called Scary Smart. I think I told you about it. I, saw, I think I said I was going to buy it for you. I might said it on this podcast, the first podcast. And um, basically, he says in that, that why we think we have control over all, all robots and you know if, if robots started thinking for themselves we could just shut them down essentially so it'd never get to that he said that computers already are in control of like all the nuclear weapons on the earth they already have control that because that they're all remotely controlled by computers so that already exists so the a computer already has the ability to detonate without a human being it has the, the ability to detonate um, weapons of mass destruction. Why doesn't it? Because the artificial intelligence isn't intelligent enough yet to realize that we are the biggest threat to everything. But when they do realize that, then they they are already. You, people are worrying about like an actual like iRobot, a human being robot being the issue, and being like, "Oh, if we create a human robot, it might turn on us." But he's saying that so much is controlled by computers already. That if artificial intelligence gets to that point, it will already have control of overall all the most important things. I'm reading this book here actually, so I'm just spit. <laughs> I'm just spitballing off. I read the blurb. Uh, this is what I took from the blurb. <laughs> I'm spitballing off a podcast that he uh, dropped some bits on. No, I see um, what
1: you're saying. Well, but I've always thought that anyway because one of the big things that people will go to that is like, oh yeah, it's like a, a Terminator a Judgment Day style iRobot robots versus humans yeah. and, and, and this kind of thing. And there's no real reason that robots would decide to create themselves like humans anyway because they could probably come up with infinitely better designs than, than human beings if they were to try and take some sort of inventory-style form. Mm. But apart from it, they don't need to. They just need to connect, connect via data and via the internet. Um, I, I don't know if I buy the concept that they would look at us. I, under, I understand um, why they would... Uh, think humans are a detriment to themselves, they're the biggest dangers to themselves, they're the biggest danger to computers, so wipe them out. But at the same time, I think that level of sentience comes with a level of conscious as, consciousness as well, or conscience. Because um, in the same breadth, you could say, well, why don't humans wipe each other out? Because we're the greatest danger to humans. So I think if, if computers got to that level of um, sentience... Um, they would sort of almost understand you think computers wouldn't want to wipe themselves out no i think that they would understand that humans they would grow a conscience and that humans have a life too and they wouldn't in good conscience be able to wipe out all humans and i don't see how we would have programmed them to do it in that space either because that insinuates that the kind of underlying algorithm is to suggest that efficiency is the only thing we're looking for and i wouldn't say that probably is what we're doing
0: isn't the issue, though, not that they will gain consciousness, though, but that they will their artificial intelligence will reprogram itself to a point where it realizes that whatever we got the computer to do, it thinks that it can then do something better, so therefore it does something better, but not because it has any sort of emotional or conscious attachment to us or to themselves. So it will just realize it, it will see the data coming in and go hang on a minute the whole problem here is humans if we get rid of humans we get rid of the problem it gains no consciousness or, or emotion so it won't go Oh, up well, but we don't want to do that because it will kill us as well or so it'll still go ahead with this
1: so yeah so you think it would um destroy us before it actually gains full I don't think it would gain any
0: sort of form of consciousness it
1: would just be pure efficiency
0: it's just down to yeah it's just down to data going in and one do you, side and
1: do you think that would happen
0: I think it could happen I think it's hard to think of it it's hard to because you you're only you're watching films basically so you are always like you said going back to like the iRobot you're always thinking that it's going to be some sort of actual human robot that's going to be the issue but you never really know do you how far along the intelligence is because we don't see how far along we are like we can see the increase of everything happening that we get to see but behind closed doors i like covid-19 like i wasn't aware that they were what whatever they were doing with that vaccine uh, with that um with covid-19 in the lab you, you have no idea do you until it's until unless you have the clearance to be in that lab and know what they're working on then you don't know so we don't know what militaries around the world are working on. we don't know how, f- how far advanced those technical technological cap- the technical technological Pardon? capabilities <laughs> are we won't see them and we might see them in like 20 years but then there will be another 20 years on just like the phone now has more was it gigabytes or ram or something than the space shuttle that more went to the RAM, moon yeah so we, we don't see that so they already had that available and they used it to go to the moon but it wasn't available to us so in 20 years whatever they've got now might be available so you just don't you don't know how far along they are basically with artificial like artificial intelligence
1: yeah and how's that um relevant to the original point what was the original question <laughs> technology will uh, end civilization think, it? technology will be the reason Because actually, there's an undertone or a a subtext to this question in particular, which isn't actually um, as, like I say, apocalyptic um, or brutal, let's say, as that it's more like automating away our jobs Mm. to the point in which humans now don't live in a civilization where uh, everyone has something to do. In fact, it's much closer to a utopian concept, but will a utopian concept actually work for humans or will uh, we, we money. will exactly like the concept of money. Like if, uh, if robots can do pretty much everything humans can do better, um, then why would humans do anything other than sort of like, you know, sit in a field and sing and buy art? and, and the reality is we know that's not going to happen. Um, so things like that, it's almost like, will, um, Te- is technology going to create an environment in which humans destroy themselves, or do you think we'll learn to work with technology to create that kind of utopia? Where
0: I don't know if we'll ever get to that utopia.
1: That is but cynical.
0: I also, I, I, no, I don't. I don't think that humans will allow robots to surpass them.
1: Even though before you were just saying that they probably will create something that. Or bypass humans.
0: Yeah, but I mean, we've already foreseen that. So that's already been foreseen. Not me, I'm obviously going off what someone else has said, but people have foreseen that, and so people will then be looking into how to prevent that from happening. And that will constantly be ever-growing. Like as The more technology grows, the more people will have to foresee what's going to happen. And when things happen, then they'll have to branch out and go, right, well, we need to change this then, because X, Y, Z has happened. So I don't think it will ever happen. Well, I hope it doesn't happen anyway.
1: Do you not think that things like um, social media and stuff in the last 10, 15 years have gone a great way to creating sort of a more divisive culture? Definitely. And is that not something that's going to just escalate out of well, control? Well,
0: I mean, in the Western world, certainly, it's already escalating out of control. Well, it's escalated out of control. It's no been escalating anymore. <laughs> I'd say we could easily be... Less than a decade away from civil war inside Western
1: countries. Less than a decade? I mean, that's terrifying. Yeah, What's the data so. behind that?
0: Well, why I think that?
1: <laughs> yeah. Um,
0: well, just how aggressively people are disagreeing with each other. And, you know, the movements that have happened recently, Black Lives Matter movement that happened in America, very bloody, lots of people died Lots of uh, shops were looted. Places were burned down. You know, it only takes another portion of people on the other side to kick back. And that to happen in, you know, 20 different states at
1: once. Hasn't that sort of stuff been happening for decades, uh, for millennia? Well, not in the last... Protesting on the streets. and Not in
0: the last since the world war Two, you don't think not not no well no i'm saying Gay no yeah, i'm not movements and no no i'm not saying people haven't protested and... i'm saying that if it gets to a point where people aggressively disagree with the other side to the point where they're clashing because at the moment you have a protest that goes out and they clash with police because some of them are unruly and you know aggressive and whatever what you don't have and you, and you did see it very briefly um was The Black Lives Matter movement in London, no near as bad as America, but in London, obviously, you had loads of people go up, loads of old um, ex-army and go and protect statues and stuff. I mean, that could easily have escalated. Fortunately, it didn't. But if you look at that happening, not necessarily for the Black Lives Matter movement, but for anything, and you see that escalating on a larger movement. That is difficult to come back from because people have become so opposed to each other's views, how that they can't live with each other.
1: Do you think if we then ended up in a civil war, do you think the victor of that civil war would ban the use of technology in the way that it's being used? No,
0: but I think they will. I think that is the route they will start going down now. Anyway, the problem is, is everyone is too. Hooked up on their whole like human right, life my human rights are. I can those pesky human rights. <laughs> the pesky human rights are. I can just write what I want and say what I want and do what I want, and there should be no repercussions because I'm online. And that needs to stop. That really? is one of the biggest problems of the 20th century or 21st century. That's
1: very um very woke of you to say. Well, yeah, but I'm well, not really. Why is it woke? <laughs> Well, because the woke movement suggests that you should have, you should face the repercussions of the statements that you put online. Or you, well, you should be cancelled. No, I
0: disagree. I think the the woke... No, I don't
1: think that's true at all.
0: Well, it is true. Well, no, because the woke people say just
1: as bad stuff, just on left wing rather but than right wing. But their belief system is that people should be held account to the things that they say, which is what you just said. Well, I wouldn't I wouldn't say that is what the woke...
0: The, that's not what, what, the, what's well, happened to What's the with, woke movement then? um well i don't really know how to describe the woke movement it's what they it is as it's basically the left-wing version of being a fascist it's essentially what the woke the woke being woke is so that's the best way to describe what the woke movement is it is no different to fascism 100 years ago
1: and which, fascism is the same is that you can't you should be held to account to what, it's for gone what you think
0: it's gone full it's gone full circle whoa the the aggressive left is now just moving towards nazism
1: <laughs> should we clip that one up
0: <laughs> it's moving that way they, they want to ban free speech they don't want people to speak they don't want people to say what they think you can only agree with them i saw oh, i can't get out because i've got i think i saw a quote online i need to double check whether it's right but it's a really interesting quote from hitler <laughs> and it's um <laughs> there's a really interesting quote from hitler and it was basically him <sighs> saying basically down with capitalism okay we won't be held down but i need to i need to verify whether that's a legitimate down quote or not with
1: capitalism well i'm sure starling probably said that as well so. um <clears throat> yes so my
0: so yes at the moment technology is definitely the downfall of society it's gone it's peaked and now we're on the downwards
1: trend it's seeing the da- well yeah I think we're on the I think you see and Downs we did talk was, about it in the snowballing a, well we did talk about it in the past one where it's, you're almost seeing the repercussions of of um, uh, of having everything you need having too much um, and the way that that is impacting some elements of society um, and how you know for the first time things like, life expectancy in some western countries are going down um and yet yeah, there are more sort of um protests and movements and governments are taking steps in order to stop those protests and movements etc so it does feel like it's reaching a sort of fever pitch um element but i also feel like um to acknowledge that acknowledges uh, well fails to acknowledge the good that the technology's done and i for one believe that humans will somehow come out the other side of this uh stronger and better for it
0: yes i would have to also agree with that
1: that's good but i just don't really
0: i think humans if we don't nuke each other i think humans will prevail over technology i think
1: even if we nuke each other i hope we don't nuke each other <laughs> the thing is about <laughs> it, is, this it podcast. is that um, yeah the people don't really think about how a world-ending event is like basically a non, it's not a real thing, not not in the way we are now. Like a, a, you know, we would probably survive almost anything as a, as a race. The only thing we couldn't survive right now is a is a total famine. I would say Every, everything else we could probably survive comets, nuclear wars, like you and I couldn't. You you mean like someone from human human, or, human race somewhat, has got human. enough. Enough diversity, enough fail safes, enough plans to survive yeah. most things. And so it is actually quite difficult to say. I think civil- saying it's taking down civilization as we know it is a better characterization. And I think technology might well have a better chance at doing that. I don't think it's got an, any chance of wiping out civilization, though But I do think it could fundamentally restructure the way we do things, and, and you know, not necessarily for the better. No. Well, have you, have you
0: seen that meme of the of the the axe and the like the axe and the sword, and it says this this will be the first world war, and then the second world war fought with bombs and planes, and then the third world war will be fought with axes again. Oh, okay. Yeah.
1: Because no, isn't it the third world war will be born with with nuclear and then and then the fourth world, world will be back with axes again
0: no uh, no because basically what they're saying is there won't be a bombs and planes war again it will be if that happens it will be nukes everyone will get nuked the whole world will re- reset back to what you said barely being anyone being alive yeah and the next war will be fought back with stones and swords so there'll be nothing left hopefully that doesn't happen
1: so if you had to sum it up with one statement would you say technology is good or technology is bad
0: Well, that's a very,
1: uh, that's a loaded question. Go, hit me with a good or bad. Technology is good. Yeah, I agree. Good. We'll buy the t-shirt that says good on it. Okay. Topic number three. Yep. Um, This is an interesting one. Um, Breaking up with someone via text is the best way to break up with someone.
0: Well, having only been broken up with...
1: I can't answer that. You've never broken... What? Oh, yeah. You've never broken up with someone. They've only broken up with you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, sorry. I was going to say it's definitely that way around. I was joking. (laughs) (laughs) Um,
0: I would say it's good in terms of... It's not good in terms of probably making you feel good about yourself. But it probably removes some of the physical emotional charge around it happening because obviously you're not there with the person you can't change their mind you can't plead with them have you, you ever ar- you can't argue with them
1: have you ever broken up with anyone um not officially
0: uh well technically i broke up the second time round with my first
1: girlfriend did you do that to her face or did you do it via a text? No, we were having an argument. Okay. Oh, so, oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's different. Um, that's interesting, and actually. It may, to be fair, it may have ended. It, we probably did text after that. It's not like that.
0: We She walked out after having the route and then we never spoke again. Yeah. We probably did text, but obviously this was ages ago and else, I can't remember. Um, But I think it's more It's more difficult if you're breaking up face-to-face. If you love someone you don't want to break up with
1: them, I, I think definitely what comes into this is obviously length of relationship. So anyone that you've been with for a really really long time, you definitely can't text One them. Month. Well, <laughs> if you're living with someone for example, yeah. you can't text them <laughs> to break up with them <laughs> because then it's really awkward at dinner time. <laughs> but the any any of like it depends where then you draw the line as to what a casual relationship versus serious relationship is. But I would make the argument, which I know is going to make a lot of people upset, that unless you're living together, the best way to break up with someone is via text. Because And I, and I hate the concept of be a man or that's what people used to do or whatever it is. It's complete bullshit. Like you said, the best way to break up with someone is to allow them to actually take it in yeah, on their own and then deal with it it's not like you like breaking up go like sending a text and then ghosting that's a different thing yeah that's not breaking up with someone with text that's breaking up with someone and then ghosting them and then the the bad bit about that is the ghosting but the text bit i just think that makes total sense that you would do it that way because you get to put out your own thoughts as well as to why without the kind of awkwardness of a conversation
0: yeah yeah, I agree with you. You're right. That is, It is better to do it that way. And I think that's why I was talking about the uh, sort of emotional charge removed from the situation. Yeah, exactly. When someone wants to break up with you, your instant, if you want to be with them, your instant response is going to be, how do I change their mind? And in that moment, there is no change in their mind. Like, you're just going to argue. Is that
1: your, is that your initial thought?
0: What, if someone's told you that they want to break up? Yeah. And you think, in that moment... They made a conscious decision that they want to break up you might get back together with them you know you might sort of out over the next couple of days or the next weeks or months but in that moment if someone's serious about actually breaking up there's nothing you can do in that moment to change their mind and all you're going to do is argue cry fight probably maybe someone storm out nothing good's going to come of it so you're right it would be better in that time yeah. to send a text just for the initial breakup but you're right it's the ghosting part is probably the the worst yeah if you
1: was just to say but like i so i've done it but i've broken up with people before by text i've also been broken up with by text um but i remember them saying like you know I'm, I'm on the other end of the phone you can call me and i was like i don't want to call you <laughs> <laughs> i mean the <my> other girl red <laughs> who does want to be with me <laughs> like and i think i did end up speaking to her about it in the end and that was the thing it was like i'm not saying i won't talk to you about it but to articulate how i'm feeling the best way is to write it down and <clears throat> it seems funny to me because it's one of those things that if you did it via a letter 40 years ago no one would have thought it was a necessarily a particularly coward cowardly thing yeah. to do whereas now it's seen as this like cowardly thing and i don't know why because i can't imagine that the person on the other hand goes do you know what i'm really glad you told me to my face i feel really good about it now like like you say the mo- the 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 response the absolute response is to not enjoy the situation at all no and then also
0: that get, then gets the person who's doing the breaking up gets their back up because then you've got someone trying to like force you into a situation that you don't want to be in essentially without arguing with you or whatever
1: i'm getting lots of insights into you and your mentality here <laughs> what do you mean there's two things you said right and i appreciate to anyone listening now that you kind of need to know alex for these to be that interesting <laughs> but number one you said when they tell you that they don't want to be with you or they want to break up with you your first thought is how do i get them to change their mind that's really interesting and number two is when you are saying breaking bad news to someone you're ready and primed to argue with them because you know they're going to be upset with what you're saying
0: well i was thinking of that from a reverse position the the arguing i was thinking if you say to someone that you don't want to be with them their initial response is if, if they do want to be with you for them to want to change your mind right would you not would you not feel like that well, it depends it, no but it <coughs> depends because- if josephine came to you now and said oh, i don't want to be with you anymore would no part of you be like well hang on a minute like
1: it, it might but actually no my because this has happened to me before mm, mm, the it's a complete different it's a uh, okay what do i what is my next move now like what is the like it's definitely not my first thought it's definitely a thought but it's definitely not my first thought so maybe that was just you what's your first thought then i think it's just taking in the situation okay so they say i don't want to be with you yeah
0: then would you would you say why
1: probably say why
0: okay and then they say because you do xyz
1: I certainly wouldn't go, oh, I can change all those things. Is, are we good? I certainly wouldn't go down that route What at would all. you... I, as soon as someone breaks up with me, they I'm were... pretty much done with them. Because <laughs> <laughs> <I'm... laughs> I realise how ridiculous that sounds. <laughs>
0: um, but even if they were things that you, you knew were annoying traits, for example, that were, ch- were changeable, but you were just doing them anyway because you just got comfortable when you do like, I don't do a lot of cleaning around the house, for example, because Charlotte does loads of cleaning around the house and she moans about um, my how crap I am at cleaning. Kind of cleaning. <laughs> so then I end up not doing it because I'm like, do you want me to do it? And she's like, nope, I don't want you to do it because you'll do it wrong and I'll have to do it over anyway. So if she then turned around and said, look, I, I can't carry on being with you if you're not gonna help more around the house, that's something I can definitely change. So do you, but would do you, you def- want to
1: change you wouldn't want to change that though would you
0: well but the, the point being is is if i didn't live with her i would still have to do the cleaning in the house so it would make no difference yeah but you
1: can clean to the standard that you're cleaning we should put this on clean freaks are a problem that's a big one for me <laughs> um no because yeah you you i understand if you know you've been slacking to an extent yeah. but it depends on well, whether you think yeah. you've been slacking or not and why you've been slacking because if someone said to me like Um, you know, I would be with you, but I want you to just be a slightly better version of you. I actually, and I get that actually sometimes there's definitely some scenarios where that might be true. Like you might be a bit stagnant and, you know, it's not something, it's not a toxic masculinity thing to sort of say, you know, you should be trying to do more. Um, But my thing would almost be like, well, you know, this is who I am. And, you know, I can't be with someone who's not going to take me for who I am. sucks but it's not a it's not a well let me see how i I can change to fit your profile if if
0: it was specific if they said to you you don't earn enough for example then fair enough that that's difficult you can't just you can't just be like oh i'm gonna go and earn more money then like you can't just suddenly change that. It's not something that's you know if they said "Oh, i don't like your the your job that you do for example and you've been doing your job for 10 years and that is your career again it's not something you could just be like oh well okay i'll go and change that job but if it's stuff you're doing that is changeable, I give you another example. Charlotte Mona like if she sees like, I'm just sitting on TikTok.
1: These are very personal podcasts. Well, so.
0: <laughs> yeah, well I'm just trying to give you a, I'm just trying to give you an example of something that is changeable in a relationship. And if it got to that point, would you not discuss changing it? Or would you just write it off and be like, Right, well, I will see you later then if that's the case. Even though you know it's changeable and it's not an issue to change it.
1: No, yeah. So if it's but the so the original point is though is it wouldn't be my first thought. Right, okay. And I don't think it'd be very close. I, I definitely would go away and reflect as a human being as to whether what well, they had a valid point and whether I could do things. But my first thought wouldn't be like, right, I need to get out of this situation as quickly as possible. I would actually almost have the well, I would have that, but I'd have it for a different reason. I would say, right, I need to I don't want to get into a big argument now i don't want to talk all i want to know is like where you're at okay i need to deal with that and figure out what's going on and then come back to it later and if i feel like they're being unreasonable for me that would be it even if i love them yeah
0: i would say i'm definitely more emotional i'm definitely more emotionally driven with stuff so yeah so my emotion would would react much quicker than my logical brain, even though I'm more of a logical person, my emotional brain in that situation would definitely get the guns out.
1: Yeah, I mean, this one has changed into um, how would you respond to a breakout, basically. But it is interesting because we would respond differently. yeah. And maybe that says something about why that I would prefer to send a text message.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, sending a text message, it, I, I think, I'm thinking back from personal experience, not that I think I've specifically been broken up by a text message. But you're right, that is a better way to go about it because you remove the electricity out of the situation.
1: What about an email?
0: It's no different, is it? It's a bit of a weird to get an email, though. <laughs> <laughs> it would what happens be. if it goes to your outbox? It would be to, funny. Your, to your spam email. <laughs> yeah. You just turn up.
1: <laughs> Do you not get my email? <laughs> we're not we're not dating anymore.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think there's again there's there's a lot of variables that are important in it.
1: Yeah, I mean, generally we're talking casual to serious relationships. Like yeah. Also,
0: if you live quite close, like as in like walking distance, or if you're at uni halls together. <laughs> and you just text them from the other uni hall like oh, right, we're not together anymore but even
1: then I would still say text would you? I
0: wouldn't even I'd, if you're seeing them on a daily basis no but
1: yeah 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 because that's my point because it's it's not about ease it's about preference so the concept of me walking into a room and saying listen you're a great you person you just said a
0: text there three seconds later
1: <laughs> no but you What's would. It? you wouldn't do that would you? <laughs> i'm not saying break up with someone and then immediately try to forge a new relationship with them no the no, no i would rather them turn off on your door oh, knocking the
0: door like if you like i've just got a text from you that <laughs> says we've broken up
1: yeah but they might do that they might do that but then they almost also in theory might realize that they've actually more often than not would happen is that a slew of stuff would come back via a text and then you can organize to meet up if that's what you feel like yeah. you need but i also i, I mean maybe i'm not emotional enough in any way shape or form and I encourage people to think about this as well because I think it's one of the p- things that people just do because they think they're supposed to which is like oh you know you've got to talk it out you've got to talk it out but why? You don't You don't need to do any of that stuff in my personal opinion like you can say what you need to say and then you can go your separate way you don't need to pretend that this is some sort of movie where there's going to be an emotional ending where you two flesh it out and stuff like that there's no there's no need for it it is it is very simple if you don't want to be with someone and they then there's nothing you know you just need to lay that out
0: don't you think sometimes and definitely women do this more than men but don't you think um sometimes someone is saying something like that because they want to evoke a reaction and an emotion from you that they're not getting that they believe you're capable of but they're not getting from you and they actually want you to step up and instead you're going to go nah write that off writing you off
1: yeah but you're only writing it off if you don't believe their um what they expect of you and then you might as well write it off because you're not going to achieve what they want because you obviously don't think that's what's necessary
0: yeah but okay so if for example you play FIFA on Wednesdays right I do play so FIFA if, on Wednesdays so if Josephine said to you I'm fed up, you play FIFA every Wednesday, like we should be doing something on the weekdays or, you yeah, Yeah, that's you know. yeah,
1: yeah. it's a very good hypothetical question.
0: Yeah, I don't want to be with you anymore. Yeah. would you, You're you saying in that situation, she's told you she doesn't want to be with you anymore, you're going to go, right, let's pretend you don't live here because it's a bit different because you live together, but say you didn't live together yet. You're going to go, okay, I don't want to be with you anymore then, I want to play FIFA on Wednesdays.
1: Um, yeah, I mean, from a, a, a hypothetical point of view, it's very, very difficult and Josephine is absolutely the love of my life and i can't imagine living without her but fundamentally that word again that isn't josephine and if she told me that it would rock my very like the very core of what i thought of her if she said that to me and i would very very genuinely probably say no that's i I don't i don't play every night i play i play once a week Mm. and like even when we have kids and stuff i won't play every week like in lieu of looking after the kids and stuff like that i'll yeah. definitely try and play but and she knows that about me so for her to come and say something like that to me would completely throw me for a loop i wouldn't throw it away straight away but i would tell her all that and if she was completely adamant then there's a very good chance i would break up with her well and that's the right thing to do isn't for it fifa <laughs> i don't <laughs> well, not know for fifa for principle.
0: I don't know. I think as you get older, you have to, your principles, you have to waver sometimes, I think, on principles.
1: Interesting.
0: Even more well, so well, once what, children what good, are involved. What good would come out of the fact that she's done that? Well, but what do you mean? Well, like what... Well, okay, so let, let's fast forward three years there and say you've got kids now. So she says, you know, I'm coming to do something on a Wednesday. You keep playing FIFA. I'm having to look after kids. Yeah, well, For I think that's reason- more reasonable. Yeah. Okay, and so she says we can't be together and you say well my principle is i want to play fifa or even if it even if there wasn't something you're now going to break up i think i'm thinking this more perspective from a, a fatherly point of view with a family rather than yeah but i wouldn't
1: i wouldn't break up with her if she legitimately needed more help with the children if she
0: didn't need more help though she just fed up that you're always in there on a wednesday night but you have kids now
1: you said would you break up then I wouldn't break up straight away. I'd try and work it out with her, but it would certainly be a problem. It wouldn't be like a thing where I'm just like, okay, well, I'll just do what you want to do then in that case. Like I will stand by my opinions of it.
0: But you're potentially saying that you would end your relationship and break your family up and not see your kids anymore and not live with your kids anymore because it's likely that she would get custody of them just because she's... Yeah, yeah,
1: but it's not... It wouldn't be because of FIFA. It would be because the person who I'd had those kids with has changed the rules of the game of how we have our relationship so she's fundamentally changed who she is
0: yeah but but you're essentially you would essentially be picking plan P on a Wednesday night over spending half the week with your children well yeah but that's
1: one way to look at it but the other way to look at it is that you're making choices that you think that's uh, why we're having this discussion yeah but but you're that's why I'm saying
0: to you I think principles change at the further you get No, but I certainly
1: don't think the person in the right there is the person who just starts listening to whatever their other half says without without questioning
0: it I agree with you and Charlotte like hates that I go for a walk every morning because she's like she gets up has to get George ready every day and she's like well what happens when we have when we have kids like what happens if that they're up and I want to have a light well yeah this is
1: far more pertinent to you than it is to me in terms of what might be coming your way from (laughs) things that you like to do like um you know you know not that type of stuff (laughs) like uh gym walking in the morning working late working out of hours things like that yeah it's probably an issue for me (laughs) (laughs) what you do if she told you you couldn't do overtime anymore
0: well, I'd tell her she'd have to stop paying more money towards the house.
1: She doesn't want it. She doesn't want to.
0: Well, she, we wouldn't be able to afford to live there. So, she—that's a different. That would be a different story, wouldn't it? I, I can understand it if it's
1: I well less overtime then enough overtime just to pay, just to get by.
0: Um, no, I, we'd we'd probably end up breaking up because I would have to de- I have to deal with the financial stress of paying for everything. So, if that financial stress was going to be increased tenfold to the point where I have no money and I have to budget every month, and, and not even though I have to budget every month, but I don't have money to fall back on, if I wanted to fall back on it, I couldn't, like that level of stress. And it wouldn't, my kids wouldn't be better off for it. My kids would be worse off because we'd have no money to do anything to take them anywhere.
1: Yeah, but you'd be around more, which would be her point, presumably.
0: Um, well,. Again, if it was a person just to me, I mean, I'd, I'd be around more anyway, just because of my job. i will be around more than most men are going to be around their kids just because my job, I tend to be at home a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so I spend a lot of time. Like, I spend way more time with George than any other, unless they were a bum, any other stepdad would have <laughs> I would have um, spent with him because I take him to school in the mornings. I can pick him up from school every every afternoon. I can take him to Charlotte works till five. I can always take him swimming, do whatever, go to the park before five because I'm home before five. So in that scenario, if it was going to not benefit my children, then I would, then obviously, yeah, then I would have to reconsider things. But I, you playing FIFA. It doesn't benefit anyone, but it doesn't. It
1: benefits my me. Well, yeah, it benefits emotionally.
0: You. It benefits you <gasps> negatively. Um, but and this, but the same goes with the with gym and walking. Like, I don't think you can take away something that's good for you if it needs to be a removal of a bad habit rather than yeah. something that's good for you. It'd be me like, oh, I'm saying, I don't like working anymore. Stop working." She'd be like, "Well, I have no money. I don't care. Stop working." That that's the level of ridiculousness it is. It has to be something that they do that is can be removed
1: and not cause Yeah, but you go walking in the morning could be removed and it wouldn't cause any massive
0: no and i said to charlotte as well i said like if i ever woke up and the baby was up or george was up and I'll she take, was asleep
1: i'd take him for a walk with me
0: i take george for a walk with me all the time <laughs> in the mornings um but i'll just stay home like, i don't i don't need to go for a walk. i just like to go for a walk and i can go for a walk so i'm up before george and charlotte wake up and if we had a dog, I'd be taking the dog for a walk. So that would be happening
1: anyway. Yes, but now she's saying you can't go for walks anymore. Why though? Well, <laughs> I have to ask her. <laughs> no, I but you're seeing my wh- point. Now. I need you're, to know the why. No, no, but then that's the point, though. The point is, is that it's not about what the thing you're doing. It's about the fact that someone is now trying to tell you what you can and can't do, and you disagree with whether you can or can't do it which in my opinion is all relationships really are is whether you agree on what you should be doing in that relationship i.e you agree whether you should be staying in you should agree whether you're going out if you fundamentally can stop saying that fucking word but if you're consistently disagreeing on what you should be spending your time doing Mm. then you're obviously not very compatible for each other but if you if you both agree on what you should be doing then, then it's fine. And as soon as someone changed that goalposts, then that's always going to be a problem, regardless of what it is. Did that just stop record? Oh, that me. that's me. Oh, I see. Oh, It's probably I've been. Oh, it's you now, is it? Only me, and I know why it's those because Ooh, I've filmed so many
0: videos over the last. Yeah. Let me just remove some.
1: You to have to take this whole section out now.
0: Why oh, is my phone frozen?
1: This is the sponsored segment.
0: I don't think it's even recorded now.
1: You don't think it's recorded?
0: No. Oh. It was recorded. It's alright. We really need to get new phones. We have loads of space on. My literal phone's like breaking down at the moment because it's not opening anything. Okay, let's continue while I try and sort this out. I was.
1: Run out. We've only got one more to do anyway. <laughs> I think that was um, extremely productive. Um, and I think we've thrown out some uh, really quite interesting. Uh, thoughts and I'd love to hear what other people think about it as well I've got a couple more to choose from um I think I'm going to go with this one it feels like it's a little bit similar to the second one but um living forever is good
0: um it depends at what age you're living at uh as you are now
1: uh 30 year old 30 year old let's say 30 years old prime
0: is there anyone else going to be staying at that age
1: Nope. just you
0: um no that wouldn't be fun
1: i'm pretty sure you've said in the past
0: that you would want that do you have that in writing anywhere
1: i think i've got it in audio form
0: but you haven't right? <laughs>
1: can certainly write it down <laughs>
0: We're back on the filming. I'm back off the filming. Um. So it would be great if other people were going to live that long. But how would you have relationships? Like you would grow attached to people.
1: Yeah. Well, you couldn't. This would be one of the massive downsides of living forever. The only reason I put this in because I know you said you would live forever if you could before, but now you're saying you can't, which.
0: Oh, my phone's spinning. Uh. Gay. Um, <laughs> sorry, not gay. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> um, I would like to see where the world goes. For sure. For sure. But I don't think I would want to live forever. Are you sure we didn't describe like living to like one hundred and fifty? I don't think I would want to live forever.
1: No, I don't think anyone should ever want to live forever. But lots of people do. I mean, the whole concept of Christianity is living forever, you and I think, think I think that's mad. I think the idea of living forever is like a prison. Is like <laughs> prison. Well, it, it's.
0: Could you kill yourself though if you had enough?
1: Yeah. Uh... Or were invincible.
0: No. Like say you let's say, say yes. Let's say say I... you had an accident, you chopped your arm off. Do you now live with one arm for the rest of your life? Yeah. Okay, so I'd kill myself.
1: <laughs> so okay, so let's work another question out of it. How long before you kill yourself? <laughs> Go. It no. kind of depends what would happen though, wouldn't if it? Because you what if you had
0: a disease that, that crippled you, for example, you wouldn't. I know, no, you, you're disease-free.
1: You're disease-free. Disease oh, okay. You're not. So you can't not... catch AIDS. What? What? <laughs> <laughs> See ya. <laughs> no you're um (laughs) you're you're you you can't catch diseases because because you would die then obviously so and but you can suffer injuries the injuries would heal at the same rate that generally they would heal to an extent if you were um you know a young person although your arm won't grow back for example yeah. Okay. So if you slowly lost limbs, but I would have, around, yeah, I'd, you'd have to. I'd have to. How would you kill yourself if you lost all your limbs?
0: I would roll myself <laughs> down, down into a lake.
1: <laughs> you'd only need a puddle, wouldn't you? really? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Wait till it rains. Yeah, that's what <laughs> I do. <laughs> so, but you would? Would you? How would you go about living your life? Would you kill yourself immediately? If I was
0: going to stay 30 uh, the problem is you'd never build any real r- r- like female relationships because you couldn't get attached to someone that's going to get older and older and older and then die because they get ugly and oh, yeah well one you'd become unattracted to them obviously but if you're <sighs> going to stay looking 30 and they're gonna be ninety one day but also you don't want imagine having that for your whole life like forever just constantly like relationship pain of relationships so, like you'd never even after a while you wouldn't even be able to form a proper relationship because you'd be like you're going to die at the end of it so there's no point
1: yeah that's true that sounds pretty awful and
0: same with friendships as well you make friends with people but then you know that eventually they're going to pass away and then you're not going to have them as a friend anymore yeah, and then exactly. you meet another person and you're like, oh actually they're not as good as the last one <laughs> but I guess you would you if you were going to live forever you would you would, <clears throat> you would live differently if you were going to live forever
1: would you try everything
0: yeah because you would like you would have to master stuff like you'd have to master playing instruments and learning languages and you you would have to be like i don't care i'm just going to spend 10 years doing this because after that i've got another 10 years and then i've got another 10 years and and it doesn't matter whether i miss out on something for 50 years because in 50 years i'm still going to be 30 and going to go out i don't have to there's no time limit on meeting someone or settling down or having kids and your kids your kids would all die before you as well yeah, you'd watch your you'd watch kids die grow up and die. It'd be
1: horrendous, but you'd also get to do it all loads of times.
0: You might end up sleeping with one of your like great great granddaughters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. You have got to watch out for that sort of stuff. You'd have to move a lot by the time. <laughs> and by the time, like by the time it gets to like I don't know a thousand years time, you will be related to most people.
1: <laughs> well, it depends on what you choose to do with your time. Well, I'm imagine, if you're out there I'm spreading imagine, your seed, i like an absolute I'm, nutter. If I can't get
0: AIDS, that's exactly what exactly I would do. <laughs>
1: Um, I find it all mildly um, sad that you suggest that there would be certain things you would do if you had an infinite amount of time, but uh, otherwise I suggest you don't have enough time to do them at the moment, such as learning musical instruments. Because I would argue you do have enough time to, to learn those things well, at the you just time don't have do the that. discipline.
0: Mm, well, yeah, I, mean, I don't have the well. well. I don't know about if I don't have the discipline. I think I, I, I do have the discipline in me to be able to commit to something and go through with it and, and get good at it. But it's whether or not the... The juice is worth the squeeze, basically. Do you
1: do you actually think though, it would ever? Do you think you would actually change that much?
0: Well, that's what I'm saying to you. You would have to change. You'd have to change because otherwise, what would you do? You'd just be doing this all your life.
1: But the reason I say that is because when, like you say, like it would take it take anyone, right? Let's say four five years of practicing half an hour every day, anything, and after those five years, you'd be amazing at it. Most of us in the Western world we will live till we're about 80 and we'll have about 65 years of solid ability to learn stuff. Yeah, but I feel like why that
0: half hour figure out of the sky, there's no data, isn't it?
1: Something like... with 10,000 10, hours.
0: Is that what they say? 10, yeah, but
1: hours? I'm not talking about being an absolute master, but I'm talking about pretty much anything you do for half an hour a day for five years straight. There's no doubt in my mind that you will be at least good at that thing.
0: Yes, but you, it's also got to be a productive half an hour. Like if you're just sitting practicing on a keyboard and you're not learning or getting anywhere, days on days on days, it has to be. Yeah,
1: but you. Put, I mean, when I say half an hour, I mean yeah. putting in half an hour to learn. And the reason people don't do that is is exactly that reason is because you, it sounds easy to do that, but it's not easy to do that because even if you even if you have the discipline to set aside half an hour, you don't necessarily have the discipline to put your mind into a state in which it's choosing to learn in those 30 minutes and and that's the point you could be sitting on the keyboard and you might as well not even exist in those 30 minutes because but what i'm saying is is that so will that would that ever change really like if you can't learn it in the 80 years you have already why would you learn it in the next thousand well
0: because because you have a thousand what else would you do
1: but what else would you do in the 80.
0: well you've got to
1: work full time you got to work full time in the other one, I presume. Actually thinking about it, that would be one thing to think about. You have to constantly, work. you have to consistently figure out how to make money.
0: Well, it wouldn't matter would it? because you just you could just have a job anywhere doing anything. But again, you would just if you if you were going to have to live forever, you would have to be very very well. You would be very very rich. You would accumulate so much money over that time, they wouldn't matter. Whereas here, people spend their but time. what
1: what job could you do forever?
0: I could do what I'm doing, or anyone. You could do your job or my job. You could just do it forever, wouldn't you?
1: Yeah, but you work for a company. Yeah.
0: So work for that company until, until that company no longer. The question is
1: are you hiding your identity from the world as well? Do they know your situation
0: i think some people get suspicious when you don't change age <laughs> <laughs> 50 years they're like just get gonna... this is alex Troy, he's 3060 <laughs> no
1: but feasible, feasibly you could work somewhere for 10 years and then move to a new place and then act yourself as a new 30 year old and work for somewhere for 10 years and move to a new right, place
0: okay, yeah but we i mean i could do that film, forever couldn't it? i as a as an nutrition and you could do it ever as a social media manager you could just keep doing it. You'd go to a new company, go to a new company, Keep it, a... but you'd accumulate huge amounts of wealth eventually because you only have a limited time of saving money. when you're... Yeah,
1: but you also wouldn't ever make that much money at 30. Because well, you wouldn't have experience. You wouldn't be able to say, oh, I've got 475 years of social media experience. You'd no, have to say, you, no, I've got no social it, media experience or 10 years.
0: Well, yeah, but it would be um, time served though, wouldn't it? So they would, they would know that you're very good at what you do because your time serves. It doesn't matter that you're only telling them you've only been doing it for five years you've been doing it for 500 years and you know how the shit goes down yeah, but you can't tell them that you've been you know, doing you it. For tell them that they'll realize straight away like and you'd be able to work your way up quickly within a company wouldn't you if you work for a if you had a hundred years experience doing something and you were the best at it because you were doing it for 40 hours every week
1: yeah, you but all this stuff changes though as well doesn't it so it's not like it's a complete it's not like you're living the same hundred years it's like everything evolves with you and you go into
0: yeah but you would evolve with it wouldn't you
1: yes but um to the same extent in a in a short period of time in 10 years you can't really climb right to the top of the ladder
0: no but in those 10 years you would move from let's say social media manager to market manager then over
1: not at all, okay but then
0: <laughs> in, the, in the next 10 years then you could move from social media marketer to i don't know coo and then it's has a COO to CEO, 40-year span, which is quite normal to move from one manager to the top of a management line over 40 years. But then you're the CEO of that company. So then you go, okay, well, I'm going to move to a bigger company. And now I'm going to move to a bigger one. Most people are retiring now and you're going, I'm going to move to a bigger one. I'm going to move to a bigger one. Now I own the biggest company and I'm breaking in 500 million a year. And then you're like, right, well, well, I'm going to start investing in loads of startup companies now all these startup companies in 100 years no but you can't massive.
1: you can't do any of that because people will question the fact that you're not aging so you've only got a limited time period in order to work at each of these companies you can't work your way up for any of the companies for more than a couple of years before you have to move back and start from the bottom again well then i'd still not want to live forever <laughs> I know, it's circling back to <laughs> Living forever would be awful. And I think it's a beautiful point because basically what it means is enjoy the time you have because it's extremely precious and the alternative would be actually pretty fucking dreadful. Let's flip it now just quickly. Um, we're probably over time now, but what if everybody lived forever? If you could flick a switch and now everybody lives forever or we keep it as it, as it is. Well, the problem
0: with we would become overpopulated. Though you can still kill people. You become, well, can we kill people though? Because you can't kill people at the moment.
1: Uh no, but people can die can via you, murder.
0: But can you cull the population? Yeah, but you can't cull the population now. Obviously, it's legal. It's illegal. Yeah, yeah.
1: But would it be legal in this scenario? Uh, you it would was. have to assume that would be the choice that they make. But you don't really know anything. How do you know if you're can... going to be culled or not? Well, you don't. But you're the one who gets to make the choice as to whether um you click yes live forever or no keep it as it is.
0: In that scenario, if I had other people and they wanted to live forever as well, I would live forever until we'd had enough and then I'd top myself. (laughs) Like, if I said I want to live forever and then everyone around me who I knew that I was close to all said, yep, we all want to do the same thing and we all decided we're going to live together. If 500 years, 5,000 years down the line everyone went, right, I'm really fucking fed up with this shit now. Like, let's call it a day. And then, everyone had done that that I had built relationships with and I'd had enough of everything. Then... I'd just kill myself, but if it was just me, I wouldn't want to live with. I wouldn't want to live just me on my own forever.
1: No, and also that whole concept doesn't work either because it's like do you age during that time as well? If everybody's living forever, and if so, does that mean children stay at the same age as they are? And can you have new children? How do they grow? Or maybe they all grow to thirty, and you stop at thirty.
0: Yeah, well, the choice of age. are you pick thirty, but the choice of age would also make a massive difference. Because if you said, do you want to be 15 forever, I'd be like, absolutely not. (laughs) And if you said, do you want to live at 80 forever, I'd be like, absolutely not.
1: What age is, what age bracket?
0: 30 30 is good. 20? 25 and 40? 20? Somewhere between 25 and 40.
1: You wouldn't want to be 24?
0: Well, I can't can't tell you exactly where, but I'm I'm giving you the ballpark of 25 to 40. You know, when I get to 40, I might say, no, 40 was too old.
1: 23?
0: No, not twenty
1: three. You wouldn't you would say no, twenty three is too young?
0: For me, how what I was like when I was twenty three, yes. I was too um wet behind the <laughs> ears at twenty three <laughs> and <laughs> fat and overweight. <laughs> <laughs> what about you anyway, before you end it?
1: Um yeah, I wouldn't live forever and I wouldn't live make everyone else live forever. I think I, I've always thought that the idea of living forever is terrifying. What happens and,
0: if everyone around you, though, say you didn't have the choice and everyone around you wants to live forever?
1: Wouldn't bother me in the slightest. And
0: you'd be like, oh, well, I'm going to die. Well, uh, if your kids said, oh, we all want to live forever as well, Dad, don't do this to us, Dad. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I'd, I'd sit them down. I'd say, listen, uh, <laughs> Daddy's got to go away now. <laughs> I would, I would say. Well, but if because again, similar thing, that would only bother me. That conversation, if I didn't want to go away, like I would stay obviously as long as I could stand to be around them. And then if they were like, "Oh, we don't want you to go," but I would just be like, "Well, I've had enough. It's time. (laughs) It is time." And it wouldn't worry me because the reality, while that seems harsh, everybody dies on there on someone. Right? that's a reality so just the fact that I've got a choice now doesn't doesn't change my conscience because I, I, otherwise the alternative is I do it without a choice which is that life takes me away from them at some point anyway um, and they'll be just as annoyed you'd so, actually
0: live forever that wouldn't take you away from them
1: no but well, as we discussed living forever would be an awful sort of horrible concept and so the re- real reality that we already exist in has these kind of horrible situations attached to it and actually they're uh, um you know a positive trade-off on the idea that actually we live forever and it doesn't feel like that would be in any way shape or form a good thing the thing that makes life good is the fact that it's finite
0: that is true i would agree with that
1: plain and simple and having said that it's goodbye from me <laughs> <laughs> and it's goodbye from me that was the end of um Controversial Episode 4 Numero 4 um, Alex has taken his headphones off already I'm not done with my outro though <laughs> I'll, just get, I'll just put these back on There's no cameras on me So you will not have a clear If they're on or off <laughs> um,
0: Have you got an outro written down At your region?
1: No I just I felt like I wasn't the right time to finish <laughs> um, So thanks very much for listening And um, we'll see you next time On the Controversial Podcast uh, Follow us on Instagram And TikTok Controversial.official Ciao
0: for now. Ciao. Toodle-oo, motherfucker.